This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Oh, 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 I believe it is Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler on the Electric Factory or inside the Electric Factory, however y'all want to say it today. But you already know the network that it is, and that is Steelers Nation Radio. Always having a blast like we always do, starting off this second segment the right way. And that is by hitting the phone lines, ladies and gentlemen, to contact my old school locker mate, my former Pittsburgh Steeler teammate, the West Virginia Mountaineer alum. Yes, sir. Terrence Garvin, <laughs> a.k.a. T.G. Talk to me, baby. It has been my a minute. Mate. Man. Locker mate. It's been a minute. How you doing? Man, How you doing? I miss y'all. I miss y'all. You know, we've missed you as well, man. More importantly, I had to take my 30-day hiatus. I went out to the West Coast okay. to, to, to go to, you know, football mecca, get my mind right. You know how we do. We had to take that journey, you know. It's important, man. We all got to take a journey. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> so, so now that I'm back from my hiatus, you know, total wellness, mind, body, and soul where it needs to be, now we can get Wait. back to regularly scheduled programming. You feel Wait. me? I feel like this where the music from what was it, Pastor May supposed to come on well back. You know? Hey. <laughs> it is like, like that, man. <laughs> what a time, what a time, man. <laughs> but you know, since we've talked to you, man, it's been a lot that has happened, man, with the Steelers. Um yeah. in terms of making additions to the offensive side of the ball, more importantly, quarterback. Uh, bringing in some program over there. Right no, now, absolutely, absolutely. Bringing in some 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 names on defense as well. So you know we got to get all of that, you know, in this segment. But first, because I know West Virginia over here, Mister Wesley Euler, he always wants to talk offense first. Okay, oh, so so I'm forced to ask you your thoughts on Mitch Trubisky to start it off, man. What were your thoughts on you know the signing of him versus some of the other quarterbacks that were available on the open market at that time frame? Uh, I thought it was a good signing. I thought it was great, actually. I'm not going to lie. Um, you could just see the – it's a strategy that's going down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really the most important thing when it comes to anything business-wise is there's a plan. And I think they have a plan. I think they got a quarterback who's uh, in Mr. Bisky's a Jimmy Garoppolo type. He's, uh, he's that type that can – I don't want to say game manage, but he can manage the game. He can get you in. He mm-hmm. can get you out. He can get you out of stadiums, as Coach Tomlin would call it. Mm-hmm. He can get you out of a stadium. I think he can play action. Because like we say, like we continuously say, you drafted a running back first round last year. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you said that's what you want to do is you want to run the ball. They went out here. They got, them a guard, they got a guard. They got a center. They re-signed that right tackle. They revamped that offensive line. So now you got you a quarterback who you can play action, Throw it, dump it off, do what you got to do, make some wise decisions 10, 15, 17 times a game, and you can get out of the stadium. You can run the ball, and you can get out of the stadium. So I think it's a good decision. I think it's a good move. You can see they got a game plan in there. You can see they're trying to build something. They're working on something. So I think it's a good move. It wasn't super expensive either. Mm, very true. Business. It was very not true. super expensive. They didn't have to give up a ton of draft picks. They didn't have to do none of that. They just got them a quarterback who can do what needs to be done. Now, this is a two-part question. The first one, going just strictly on the guys that were available, 
at the time, Deshaun Watson was available, but we know he was going to cost a lot more. But he is definitely a more proven commodity. Would you have considered that option? Okay, that's the first part. So would you have considered that option? I think that was too expensive. Okay. I think for the – and it might sound crazy. And I, I was a Deshaun Watson. I'm a Deshaun Watson fan. Like, I think Deshaun Watson is very unappreciated. I've been saying this this whole time. I think he's going to come in here and he's, a, he's one of these guys that changes the league. Like, mm-hmm. he's one of those guys. He's one of them league changers, game changers. Day changes. He changes your program. Trust me, you, you, you know to... I know how you feel about Deshaun Watson. I, I've, I've heard <laughs> you. I've heard you talks on Deshaun Watson. Okay, I've heard them. I know how you feel. <laughs> I love Deshaun. I think Deshaun's a game changer. It's crazy to say, not to be like this, but with all the drama and right, with right. the price, with the price, like even bigger is the price. I think it's like it's tough to bring that in. That changes your program. Yeah, I don't think you can go get those linemen. I think it's, it, what he's trying to do, and I know we're talking offense, but I think he wants to have the best defense in the league. Mm-hmm. I think he wants to. You don't score, and we run the ball. Like I think the plan is to run the ball and stop people. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know? okay. Like you're not gonna score. You're not coming out here just coming out here dropping thirty on Pittsburgh. That's not the plan. Right. Like they're trying to get out of stadiums, seventeen, fourteen, twenty-one. 21-10, you know, 17-10. Mm. They're looking for dog fights, but you're not coming out here scoring. That's still curtain defense type mentality. Like, you can see he's trying to re, truly rebuild that. Nah, he's facts. plugging pieces on that defense, truly rebuild to where you're not going to score and we're not going to turn the ball over, you know? Good decision maker at quarterback. We're going to hand the ball off to Najee, what, 22 times, 23, <laughs> 24 times. Say so he's on that L-Bell so, diet, man. Four four hundred yeah, touches. Like, we need we need four hundred of them touches. Ooh. Yeah. Najee Summer is the most important thing. That's even more important than all this. Like yeah. he needs to get in shape. Yeah. He needs to have his track shoes on. He's gonna he's gonna touch it 24, 25, 26 <laughs> times a game. Like you could just see the writing on the wall. If it's not that, it's gonna be play action. Dump it off to the tight end, mm-hmm. or you know, like hit the receiver on a hitch, let him work, and get back to the back back to the run game. Yeah. Now, the final part to that question, because I did say it was a two-part question, is with Mitch being the quarterback, do you think Mitch in 2022 is a better version than what we saw from Ben last year in 2001? Um, And it's hard to say that. I think think it is just because, I mean, we're in a new world. It's a new game out here. And I think it opens up your offense for, like I said, the play action. You can be under center a lot more. You can do a lot more things. It's just the, the the offense is built for the run. Like they're trying to run the ball. Like I said, the the game name of the game is to run the ball. They want to run the ball 24, 25 times. So in all reality, you just need somebody who's going to make good decisions. You're not looking for so much a gunslinger. You're not really looking for the quarterback to go out here to win the game for you. You're just looking to, like I said, run the ball, play action, fake, and make good decisions. Like it's never obviously been the Hall of Fame. You know, like. It's, it's only 1-7 right now in Pittsburgh. Like, it's, that's a legend. That's historic. But where we're at in 2022, it's like Ben's game, what, what he was given, what his skill set was at the time, it's just it's a new skill set that's needed right now for that position. And if like, you just need somebody, what they're looking for is to play action. If nothing's open, get out, go get me three, four yards, slide, you know, like keep the chains moving. They just want to keep the chains moving. They're not so much looking for – because, you know, Ben needs to throw it 
17, 20, 17 to 25 times. Like, he needs to let it go, like, all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, that's an understatement saying 17 to 25, really 25 to, like, 35 times mm-hmm. in reality. Like, they don't, they, you wanted to throw the ball with Ben. I think it just changes more the mental the mental thought of how you're going to approach the game. Like, you know we're not coming out here to throw it. 25, 30, 35, 40 times. Like, you know that's not the game plan. So I think it just kind of opens up other pieces of the – you're just letting people earn their keep, you know? Mm. You're letting the offensive coordinator really earn his keep. You're letting people just earn their work. And just – I think they'll be a better team. I think they'll be a good team. I think they're building the right structure. They're formulating. They have a plan. And they're just sticking to their plan. Former Steeler. And good old Mountaineer Terrence Garvin with us here on the Steelers Blitz. TG, you mentioned how, you know, a big part of that plan is running the football. Did they do enough to address the offensive line to make that possible, to make that, you know, a, a realistic reality with their additions of James Daniels and Mason Cole? Or are you looking at it right now and saying, hey, you know what, I still might want to go there early, you know, with a one, two, third, first, second, third round pick uh, on draft day. Have they done enough to address the offensive line to successfully execute that plan of, of being able to run the football? Um, I think they got two really good linemen. I think the the James Daniel can move. He's, I think he's the star of the offensive line, like, free agency. Like, no, I would agree. To me, I yeah. think they got, honestly, one of the best, or if you could say the best offensive line free agent you could have got in that sense. They got mm-hmm. He fits the system even more than anything. He can move. And he can move people. He fits the system. You know, I think Cole is similar to him. He fits the system. So now you can do different things with Green, whether you make him, you know, you put him back at guard. You know, it just it just allows different things. It allows you to move your line and make the best combination you can. It's another guy in there. Um, my name's his name's blanking out. He wears the do rag, real strong guy. Oh, Dotson. He's really Dotson. Good at my man yeah, said, "Where's the do rag?" And we all knew who he was talking about instantly. <laughs> where's the do rag? <laughs> But he moves. He's a good. He's a good player. I just think he has to find his moment. But I think you found your. You can find your combination. It brings competition. Competition brings brings the best out of everybody. So now it's real competition in there at the line. It's people that's in there trying to move people. And at the end of the day, like I think it's always a good feeling for a lineman to know we're coming to run the ball, mm-hmm. and we're looking for y'all to move people so we can run the ball. Break so it's your like will. The reality. Yeah, like this is this is like it sounds crazy, but this is really your team. Like y'all are going, we gonna go as you go. It the goons got to ride. Hey, so, goons provide the wave, man. Come on now. Come on, it starts up front. So it's like they got some, they got some guys up front that wanna wanna get it done. And it's like you know, it's all the talk you hear. All like the line didn't get it done last year. I'm sure they hear that too. Yeah. So it's like they gonna come out here hungry. I, you know, they gonna be wanting to move people, and they know they want to run the ball. Mm-hmm. That's no secret. So it's like I think they've done well in in addressing the offensive line. I'm sure they're not even done. I'm sure they'll go get a lineman somewhere in this draft, you know, um, probably more of a tackle. But I think there's still – I think there's still more work to be done. But it allows them – I think they've allowed themselves that first-round pick could be really any position. Yeah. yeah. I think they've, they've made it to where that could be anywhere. You can go from quarterback to, you know – I mean, it sounds crazy. D lineman, yep. To wide know, receiver, you can go anywhere. Corner, mm-hmm. wide receiver. It's just allowed. It's, they they've done what they needed to do to get ready for the draft. I would say that for sure. Now, without a doubt, without a doubt. But another area that they brought in a player in, a higher end player, Miles Jack. 
in that inside linebacker role. First you know, off, I love that linebacker. I, I, I was gonna ask you, man. Talk. You know, this 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 is what you do. This your bread and butter right I here, man. So, so so first, just talk a little bit about the Miles Jack signing. What were your initial thoughts on him being brought in? The uh, the money associated with him, and just his overall impact that you think he can have. Before we get to the Devin Bush element of it, just what were your thoughts when you saw Miles Jack be the the linebacker that we acquired? I thought it was a good sign. I think you get a young athlete in the middle. Um, I think Bush is an athlete, obviously, but I think now, and I have this argument, I think Pittsburgh's linebacker core, the middle at least, the duo on paper, is in the top five athletically of the league. Hmm. So I think you've brought yourself to a new category. At the end of the day, we, like you've been trying to find the, the Shazier type for a long time. Right. You know, you've seen what it looked like. You've seen how, how it's kind of supposed to look in a sense. So you've been trying to find that athletic linebacker type for a minute, you know, so I think this is addressing an issue that they really wanted to address. Like I said, I think he's trying to go defense. I think defense is the, the name of the game. He wants to stop people. You're not going to run the ball. You're not just going to throw to these tight ends and get off, you know, uh, scrambling quarterback drill. You got somebody who can spy a quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, you got one that can spy, one that can cover the tight end, you know, you got one that you, you just can move around. You can do different things. Um, so I think it was a good sign, and I think they got it for a good number. You know, um, I, I, I just think it's a good sign. And it once again, it's allowed you access to be able to, if worse come to worse, if you're really tired of it, you can go in the draft about third round and go get you a nice linebacker, one of these Chad Mumbles, one of them like that. Let me find out you know. Let me find out you talk about my man Come Chad on. now. Come on now. Oh, like, don't, don't you drop you, Chad like Mumble out there like I'm, that. I'm, I'm a Chad fan. I'm a Dude, fan I'm a Chad fan too. I'm a Chad fan. Chad like, got size. He rangy. Come yeah. on, man. He could cover. Yes. He can play in space. I think you can go get something like that. You can steal one of those in the third round somewhere. And now you have an interesting conversation. Now Uh-oh. it's not so much this has to get done. It's like. We want you to get this done, <laughs> but it's something like, you know, like, it's different times. Two dogs, one bone. We having that convo yet? Are we having a two dogs, one bone convo? Is that what you that what you implying here? Okay, so I was with Shake and Bake this weekend. You know, at the legendary Shake and Bake. Shake and Bake. Shake and Bake. We were having these talks. And I'm who's going to set the defense? That's my question. That's the only thing I'm curious to see how that works. Because I think they have two maps right now. I would agree. I don't really. I'm not super sure that Jack comes in here and sets the defense. And I'm not super sure that Bush is a defensive setter. I think he's the running hit guy. So now I think that's just where you start to get funny how the combination works together. Athletically, it's great. You know, Mm -hmm. Sammy 33 is going to be nice. But (laughs) that boy says Sammy 33, we get good. Any of this cover four, cover six. Eh, Who who gets that matchup? Who's getting that matchup? I want to know how it's going to work when that, that, that motion, emotion uh, starts the week and it got to get reset. Like, who's uh, going to reset? Who's coming uh, out with the red? Who's coming out with the dot? Yeah. Setting the defense. I want to know who kind of – that's where I think – that's what the OTAs and all is for is to figure that out. But somebody has to set it. Somebody has to set it. You know, and it can't be set from the safety position. I know right. like, like, you know, maybe the – no. The linebacker has to set it. And it has to run from there. Mm-hmm. He has to talk to the D1. You got to let it be known. So I'm curious to see how that's going to mess, you know. Um, I think they got a real good coach in there to teach it, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think Flores is really, really going to help structure it. I think he's going to help bring that 
dog out of both of them, you know, and it's other linebackers in there, you know, but I think he's going to really bring the dog out of those two. And I think, I think that's a good duel. I think you got a very athletic duel who can run and cover and I mean, get to the quarterback, affect the quarterback. I think you'll see the Blitzberg come back with that duo. Mm -hmm. You'll see a lot of inside, inside blitzes, cross dogs. I think he'll move them around a lot. So I think he got what he's looking for in the sense of an athletic linebacker and he got it for a nice part. So yeah. TG, if you're the coordinator, how are you playing those two guys? Who, who's the Mac? Who's the buck? Who's setting the defense? Who got the gory work on the other end of that? How, how, how would you, you know, it's bigger than that. Cause it's personality. <laughs> trait. You know what I mean? Who's in here at six thirty in the morning studying it? Uh-huh. Right? It's personality traits, you know, and we don't know the personality trait to me, to me, Bush has to say it. You've been here for a few years. You've seen it a little bit. You should understand it a little bit better. You should be able to set it. And I think Jack, personally, I think Jack is, I've, I've always been a Miles Jack fan. I think he's very athletic. Mm-hmm. So I think he's your guy who's going to be out there in coverage. I think he's going to be the, the one to the, dealing with the three receiver size. Yeah, because that, that's a whole other animal in itself right there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a different monster right there. I think, you, I think it allows Bush to be able to really be on that back blitz the back, win against the win, win his blitzes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Really, you know, sit back in that cover two pouch, poach, I'm sorry. But I just think it allows, it gives him access to be a little bit more free, but I think he, in a sense, it sounds crazy, has to set. Mm. I just think that's going to be where he has to come to come to stadiums knowing he has to set. You got to grow up a little bit. Yeah. Free. yeah, you don't have to you don't have so much to adjust inside the moment. You know, when that three coming to you, that mm-hmm. two go out, you got a new three. You don't have to worry about that so much. You might have somebody that can really help you in the sense of that and be able to physically handle it. But I think he has the set. Yeah. I think he has a strong right, rip, rip, or, you know. Go through all the communication you know, think, part. Take that off of Miles' yeah. plate, essentially. Yeah. I think, I, I think it's too much to bring him in. And he's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit older, so he might be able to handle that. But – I think I think coming in, learning a new defense, setting it, and being a player is a, is a, it's a lot to ask. Well, because that's what we it's, asked with Joe Schobert last year. That was you know part of the but thing he was brought that, in in yeah. the middle of training camp. Had to hop on a moving train, put on the green dot, and he kind of struggled I, for that. I think that's why kind of you've seen a little bit of a struggle. Mm-hmm. Also, Schobert's a, what is Schobert like 20, 28, 29, yeah. right? a little mm-hmm. bit older. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's in that space mentality wise where that's what you expected him to do. Yeah, you know. I think I think these are a little bit younger guys. How old is Jack? I mean, how old is Jack? Like 25, 26? I would say 26. Times. I think he That's just what turned 26 yeah. recently, yeah. Okay, well, you know, he's, he's been around football for a long time. You know, he's been around good good linebackers. He's, he's probably seen people who have said it. He's right. probably seen that. So maybe you have a thought of he can come set it and help out Bush, who can just free flow and run. That might be the vision. You're paying them a lot of money, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, that's just what I'm curious to see. You know, personally, I think Bush is the setter. I think Jack is the athlete, per se, of it. Right. But how they set it off, how they run it will be that, – that's what OTAs, that's what they got to – that's the chemistry part that I think they got to figure. Who's going to be in here at 6 in the morning? Who's in here after practice all night, like, really learning this? Like, like hey, if they go this, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. We can do some things, you know? Because I think you got you got a Minka back there who's really – you feel comfortable on the back, you know. I think the back end you feel comfortable. You know nobody's just going to run wide open behind you, right. you know. The front end, you got you got dogs on the front, you know, the Cam Haywards who really do well in communication. The little things that you don't see mm-hmm. on TV, but the communication part, 
I think Cam really can help with the communication part. And I'm sure he knows the defense inside and out too. Yeah, he definitely said does. It. But it's like, yeah. you know, like, I think I think it'll be helpful for those two linebackers in a sense. You got two young, like, I don't want to say young, but they're young in this defense, linebackers who can run. They're very athletic. And I think it's just about finding a way to get the most athleticism out of those two, you know, without having to overthink. Yeah. I, you know, so I, that's kind of what I think. I think I think Bush is the setter. I think Jack is the runner. But we'll see how it goes. TG, well, TG, what do you think about the strong safety position? That's another one of the big questions that we're still kind of trying to figure out about this defense. Um, you know, names like Tyron Matthew and Keanu Neal. Where's 32 at? Where's 32 at? Where's 32 at? Like, where's the division of Pittsburgh? I just feel like that's the missing thing. Like, that's just the piece. Is that, so the, I just think it, I just, is that the answer to you? I don't know you? if they can financially. Hmm. I, it's just about numbers. Like, if they can financially afford it, and I'm yeah. sure he's expensive. You know, what he's going to be looking cost. for, like, 10 to 12 a year? That's, More than likely, that's about yeah. what we estimated. That, that's what we're yeah. thinking, yep. And you got to think, you still have to pay Minka. You mm-hmm. have to – this market is going crazy. You see Stephon Diggs just hit oh, yeah, him yeah. Like, this market is just going to keep going up. So you kind of want to get this Minka situation straight yeah. before somebody does something crazy. Like, the Ravens just set the market crazy with – uh that safety up there. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you want to get that a little bit under control. You want to lock him in. I, I'm just curious how much money there's going to be to put somebody in that position. But I, I would love to see Tyron. I think Tyron would be a good one. Um, I think the Colts just signed a good one. I was telling people about that one. He was, I'm, I'm trying to think his name. They just signed a really good one. He played for the Chiefs last year. He was kind of their, their backup. But he's a good player. Um, I think you still got Edmonds out here. It's still some safeties to get. You can get a safety, but I think that's a key position. You can even go in the draft and go get you a nice little safety. Armani Watts oh. is the uh, the Colts signing that you're Armani thinking of. Armani Watts, that's yeah. his name. I think I think he's a good player. I think he can move. You know what I mean? I think they're looking for somebody who can complement Mink, the Ryan Clark, the Ryan Clark of it. Yeah. You know, who can come in there and go down in the box and be that, you know, uh, hook dropper in certain coverages, you know, the one who will go down and really take that tight end in his man-to-man situation. I think you want to let Minka really roam the free free center. You now, know, T.G., that, was, that was my question, though. You know, not to cut you off here, but that's my other dilemma with the Tyron Matthew element of this. How does he yeah. fit that? Because what we're seeing right there, that screams Terrell Edmonds. That doesn't necessarily scream Tyron Matthew to me. So that's why I'm like, like how, how do you see those guys fit, man? I just think Tyron's a football player. Yeah. I think Tyron's one of the guys, if you get him on your team, you put him where you want to put him, and he makes it work. He's a Minka type, you know? Okay. Like, there's a time you could put Tyron at the nickel, and you'll be fine. You could put him at an outside corner, you'll be fine. Similar to how Miami was trying to use Minka. Yeah. It's like, it, you just got a Swiss Army knife with somebody like that. And I think if you get two Swiss Army knives back in that safety position with two athletic linebackers in the middle, you know? You you got you got nice nice length at corner. You know, you could even draft one of these corners that allows you to just really draft a corner maybe. That that looks like a really, 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 really good defense. With mm-hmm. that D line coming back, you still got ninety over there. You know what that is. Oh, depot. You know? Come on, talk about it. Yeah. It's like that's a really good defense on on paper. On paper, you yeah. know, and it's got a mess. But I think you put yourself in a good situation if you can sign a safety like that. Now, if you can't get a safety like that, I think you find something that, like I said, complements what Minka's trying to do. If you're trying to have Minka in the post, then you're looking for, yes, like an Edmonds type that'll really just come down. But I think, you, I think, 
I, I heard Edmonds has an offer. I think he just has a couple offers. He's trying okay. to fill his way out. But I think I think you're looking for somebody like that that comes down in that box and you, you feel comfortable about it. You know, you yeah. feel comfortable. And that's really what it's about. Like you feel comfortable with him on that tight end. You feel comfortable with him with him in that hook drop. Or you know, so I, I think that's what you're looking for. I think if you bring a tyrant in here, though, it allows you to. It, it's not like you know just one of them's coming down. You know, because I think Minka has the ability to come down in the box and certain hook drops and whatnot. I don't think, I, I don't think you take away none of his game doing that. Okay. I think it just expands his game. So, you know, it would be interesting to see it. You know, um, think about the Browns interception when he intercepted Baker Mayfield. That was in the right, box. He's in the he box. Yeah. Like a rob- yep. Yeah, yeah. A robber situation, and he, he read eyes. He's free. You know. So I think that's what you're looking for is the ability to maximize the abilities of your total players. So you're, right now it's a complimentary type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like how can we help Minka be the best Minka he can be? Like he's been super successful to this point. How do we keep growing him to be the best he can be? What will make him even more comfortable? Who can help complement that, you know? Now I like it, man. I like it. Always good talking with you too, TG, a.k.a. Yeah. Terrence Garvin. We're going to have to do this again next week, man. I hope you are free. I'm trying to talk about it right now, okay? We need to make sure we do this again next week because we got plenty more that we want to deep dive with the conversation with you. But always appreciate you taking some time, Locker Mate, to hop on with us, man. Miss the heck out you. We're going to definitely do this again, baby. Sounds good? Hey, Wesby, we building something. You know, we lost a lot of transfers, but we got something coming. No, we good. We good. You get, hey, don't worry about it. You gonna be at the uh, you gonna be at the spring game here in a couple weeks? I'm going to the spring game, and I told you I'm singing Country Road. Let's go. TG, I'll, I'll holler at you. We're having a big tailgate for the spring game. I'll holler at you. I'll shoot you a text. Go. Let's go. Thanks, TG. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Terrence Garvin, former Pittsburgh Steeler, West Virginia alumni, locker mate of yours, truly Arthur Motes. Always good, man, to hear from I him, I tell you man. what, that guy's, that guy's polished, man. Dude, what? When he, when he dropped the Chad Moon on me, I, I was like, whoa, 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 let me find out. Let, let me find out you 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 doing this thing. When, he when, doing that, when doing that. When he first started doing radio hits with us back in July, mm-hmm. his information was always on point. Yeah. But you could tell, like, he was still, still kind of figuring uh-huh. out the, just the delivery element and everything. Yes. Now it's like, boom, boom, oh, boom. He's, comfy. Uh, uh, he's getting here, comfy now. There. He's getting uh. comfy. Oh, I tell you what. I like it. I like I it. I love it. I like it, baby. But, shoot, with that being said, man, we are going to get ready to go to a break. When we come back, we will address the three areas that we are most confident in with this Pittsburgh Steelers team. And we want you guys, the power grid, the megawatt, to let us know your thoughts as well, man. Oh, yeah. You know, the three areas that you're most confident in with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, if you got something that you've heard from TG that you want to address as well, let us know. And the best way to do that is to hit us up on the Twitter.com at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The good hair. And this is Arthur Motz and Wesley Euler on SNR. <laughs> 